Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today we're going to Buenos Aires with Sheila. Sheila is a fantastic woman. She has a lot of energy. She has started a great venture. We want to hear from her. Sheila, give us a little insight. Who's Sheila? Who's going to join us today on the podcast? Hi, everyone. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Suzanne, for the invitation. My name is Sheila. I was born in Argentina a couple of years ago. I'm also an American. I lived more than 13 years in the U.S. and now I'm back in my hometown in Buenos Aires. When I arrived to Buenos Aires, I started a community of women called Mujeres en Carrera. The objective of the community is to empower women into finance, to speak the language of business and negotiate, to learn how to be independently, independent financially, take on powerful decisions, basically in your life and work. That's what we do there. It's an online community and we offer free educational resources. This is really needed. For sure, we're going to have all the information in the show notes so people can join you, women can join you, can men join you too? Of course, it's an open community. Of course, our target is women. That's because there is a specific need for women to become financially literate under research, of course, under the UN SDGs. We have a lot of people, men, even young people and people from different communities join us. And it's a pleasure to have everyone in Mujeres en Carrera. We all need to work together. That's when the good stuff is happening. I'm always wondering, like, what was the pivotal moment? What was the eye-opening moment for you? Like, now is the time to do it and start it. I think the start is always the hardest. The idea comes before. Well, I arrived in Argentina in 2018, in October of 2018. I was getting settled. I was moving from Mexico to Buenos Aires again, and I didn't really know how the country worked anymore. There was a huge gap between opportunities for men and women in the workplace. I was still very busy with the moving and all my stuff getting over from overseas because of the conversations I had with some friends that I still had here and new friends that I made very quickly. And I would mention things that I would see in the news or other comments that other people make, like women who are talking about work. And what I've noticed was that there was some kind of naturalization of some very discriminatory situations. Say, why would they ask you to come back earlier from maternity leave when here, especially in Argentina, they have a whole law about maternity leave and everything? Well, they always do that. They ask you to do things from home and so on and so forth. I was curious at that point. I, I didn't see anything like 
too bad, but it wasn't good either. Mm -hmm. So I decided to start applying myself to big companies. I have a good professional record and I was like, okay, I want to see what happens at that level because I didn't really know where all these women were coming from. And to my surprise, every time I went to an interview, instead of asking me about my proficiency, my work experience, my preparation, so on and so forth, they would ask me about my age in marital. They would ask me about if I had children, if I had someone to take care of them while I was at work. And the remarks were always, oh, because here we work a lot. And I had this feeling like I'm used to working hard and many hours. In the United States, you work very intense. I'm not afraid of challenges and hard work when everything is well established and leadership leads to that. As part of a team, that's what I mean, unless I'm the manager. <laughs> that caught my attention. And then I started receiving some signals from the universe. I don't know if you believe in that. Oh, but yeah. All of a sudden, I started studying coding, you know, in a program, in a state-funded program mm -hmm. that didn't really work out for me. I got into this subscribing where I got an email saying that I was invited to FinTech Hackathon. And the intent was to find solutions to include women in finance. That's a broad spectrum. What does that mean? And I applied and I didn't get in. But then I persisted and I got in. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, thank you. That was like a pivot, I would say. This hackathon was held by Mediaticas, which is a, an NGO that tries to recruit more girls and women into STEM areas, mm -hmm. more precisely technology and JP Morgan. I didn't know anyone. There were men and women and a, a range of ages. It was very nice. Some people, you know, thought that it would be a good idea to develop applications, apps as to allow women that go grocery shopping and other type of household type of things, compare prices between the most common vendors here. And that was great. But I saw some kind of bias there because I was like, okay, why? I mean, is that because it's a woman's job to do grocery shopping? Uh -huh. and that's it. Uh, since I have an education background and a master as well. And since 2010, I work e-learning and I develop it and I design it. Then I said, what if I put together a community of women online? It doesn't matter where you are. It's in Spanish, but you can be anywhere in the world. You may be able to learn for free from other professionals that are willing to share their expertise mm -hmm. in tiny bite-sized content pills using animated videos mm -hmm. that I produce. Well, I started out in 2019 because first I had another project going on, which was very nice too. I went ahead and I created the website platform myself and I started producing the videos and little by little on Instagram, I started be building a community that then moved to subscribers on the website. Mm -hmm. But of course, the subscription is for free. I had great, great experiences with it so far. I even appeared on site several times for different companies that were interested in having these workshops, very hands-on, and also to build up an awareness of what financial attitude is mm -hmm. and an awareness of the need to bridge the gaps you know, the gender gaps when it comes to finance, financial decisions, 
doesn't really matter. And, and I talk a lot with people. My experience is that it doesn't matter your socioeconomic level. Some people have it harder, of course. But even in high socioeconomic spheres, there is a lot of economic violence. There is a lot of leaving women aside from important decisions from a household that mm -hmm. it's built together with a partner, whoever that partner is, and it happens. So we have to become aware of that. And that's part of it. I, I am very aware of the fact that not a lot of People can invest in the way many platforms, you need to have a bank account. Some people don't have bank accounts for different reasons. The most important thing is, yes, like to show every single woman and young woman in the world, in Hispanic world, what it means to invest in, a, in the stock market, etc. But having that as an example of you can do, which is not the only thing you can do. And behavior economics are very important in this, in this sense, how we make decisions and how our mind works and why, for example, some people can't save at all. Behind all that tech part, there is a huge attitude part that mm. must be addressed. And probably empowered. When you look at research, it's Actually, the women who are the head of household, but head of household sometimes means taking care of the children, cooking, doing the laundry. Sometimes you have some help in some countries. But when it comes to financial decisions, it's still the macho, the man who makes that. I think this is really important that you are the trailblazer for this. If you don't do it, nobody does it. I'm very happy that you started this and I'm wondering if, if you had a magic wand, what do you need now? Who needs to come? Who in the universe needs to come into your life to make it a big business? Probably capital like mm -hmm. VCs and some subject matter experts in hard finance and probably a CTO. CTO, like chief technical officer. And what would that person do? Well, that person would, would be in charge of the follow-up and development of what I'm doing right now, which is an LXP. That's how we call it in, in the educational sphere with machine learning technology yep. that will, will allow people to take the right educational paths according to their needs, according to their interests and activity in the platform. That's what the CTO will be doing. <laughs> somebody from Google who has to help. I think you need to say who you need and we might find that person. You never know. We have to ask. We have to ask the universe. I would love Google, IBM. So I ask the universe in this moment yeah. <laughs> to Amazon, Google, IBM, Wallops, Accenture, big partners out there that want to join me. You're more than welcome. See? We have to say it. Madonna says a lot of people don't say what they want. And that is the reason why they don't get what they want. The podcast is also an invitation to say, to ask what we want. Put it out there, say it out loud. And me as a coach, I always say, write it down. Then you see it on a piece of paper or on the phone, something where you see it on a daily basis. I think that also we need to manifest it. And it will come. It will come. Beautiful. Tell me, Suzanne, how did that work out for you? Shouting out to the universe what you want. <laughs> what was it? And did it come? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I talk a lot with the universe. So as we all know, I'm a runner. And when you do running, you're many times alone. But I also like that time alone because then I can think over stuff. For example, I, in preparation of women leadership and beyond for that conference, and in my mind, I'm creating the presentation. I'm like, what would be of interest to the people? What could I add? What could be interesting? So I use that time. But I think that the message to ask is we need to dare to ask. I've seen sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I should ask. So I'm also shy in a way. Then I've asked and, and people say, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was so easy. Sometimes we are surprised. And especially in these days, I am super surprised by how many people are helping and are open. And I always say now is the time to be a disruptor because times are different. And if you don't do it now, somebody else might take your idea and then you're like, oh, this was my idea. Now somebody came up. Sheila, please do it now. We'll find some partners for you. Don't worry. You just mentioned. It's funny. I know that there's other people doing what I do and they do it very well. And I actually learn a lot from them. It's funny that you mentioned that. My husband is a very creative man and he's had these amazing business ideas that later on we saw materialized by someone else. What I learned there and what I'm learning now by doing what I'm doing is that even if you have a great idea and then someone else does it, then that person did it. So there's a huge, huge, huge way between having the idea and doing it. I've had my very good ideas and I've seen that in the market out there, but doing it is so complex that even in your dreams, if you're very creative and you think about it, I, I do that too. I do my presentations in my mind and then I just, you know, mm -hmm. or in my dreams, I write, write something down and then I do it. Getting to the execution of it, mm -hmm. that's when you realize how complex a business can be, yeah. a real business. And I've learned that. Yeah. Welcome to I'm the club. Thinking. And in the real business, most of it is selling. What I've seen as an executive coach, as an author, it's about selling your product and you are the product, Sheila. So you have to have a good message. It's about executive presence and just create that message and put yourself into the investor's shoes and think like, what do they need? What do I need to tell them that they will say, yes, I'll give you the 10 million that is needed for your venture. I think we'll get that we see soon. It'll be my dream day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Zuzan. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. How cool was that to talk to Sheila? What are you taking away? The work never ends, but you hear from her passion. It's all about work, 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 work. Put your passion into this. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday, every Wednesday from fantastic people. And Take It From The Iron Woman is also a book. You can learn more about global business coaching with sports parallels, how I use my running, my triathlete journey into the business world. And see you next time.